All right. Well, hey, Doug, how are you? Uh, hey, Lynette. Doing fantastic. Really uh, <laughs> looking forward to our conversation today. Yeah, no kidding. So, hey, listen, so thank you for joining the show. A lot of my audience is going to go, what? She's got a male on her show? This is supposed to be her recording women over 50 who are sort of killing it in the market. But listen, I wanted to bring you on um, as a sort of a special episode because you and I, well, first of all, let's just take a step back. You and I have known each other probably since like grade five, grade six or something like that. Absolutely. <laughs> the old uh, elementary uh, crushes we had, I, I believe. Yeah. So, <laughs> wow. Brings, uh, brings back a lot of memories there. Yeah. Exactly. So I was born and raised in Regina, Saskatchewan. This is where Doug is still residing in Regina, Saskatchewan. And yes, we went to school together and we've kind of kept in touch throughout the years. Um, I actually think the last time we, we saw each other in person was at our <clears throat> high school reunion. I won't even yes, go there. Exactly. So yeah, super fun. But hey, so you, Doug, um, the reason why I really want you on the show is because you are really running sort of a parallel type of program, coaching program, as I am from um, a woman's perspective, but you are taking it more, leaning more towards the ma male perspective. I do know you do coach uh, some women as well, but I want you to, to walk us through a little bit about who Doug is and how you got started in the the coaching of uh, sort of midlife type people. All right. Well, hey, you know, th again, thanks for, for having me, Lynette. Uh, and I really, I'm going to channel a little bit of my feminine side today here, I guess, and uh, with your uh, with your audience. But you're right. I mean, we're whether you're men or women, we're we're, we're going through the same uh, uh, same thinking and or aspirations or if you want to call it a midlife crisis or a crisis is really just an opportunity to find out really who you are and what you want and what you're capable of and and if you're prepared to to go get it so yeah just to give you a little bit of a history so i've always been um an employee i've been working for a corporation for uh many uh many years and but i've always had an entrepreneurial uh, side to me and i did some dabbling and some business ventures, some, you know, I hit okay, and some I lost big, right, as well, too. So, uh, but I've always been a, a consumer of personal development. So in order to um, uh, find out what it is and who I am and what I want to achieve, and so as I've turned uh, 50 and, you know, over 50 now, I, I was really starting to evaluate my life and, um, you, know, you know, who am I, what am I capable of, what are my passions, what's my purpose, and I really do believe, and we've all heard this saying, right, you know, the purpose in life is uh, to find your purpose, right, and live your passion. And so uh, because I had studied, you know, personal development for so many years, uh, I, I just never quit uh, trying to, uh, let's say, escape the nine to five and, and as or build your encore life as uh, what you're doing with your, uh, with your uh, prospects and clients and members. And really, how do you live this full life? And how do you design a, a life and business you love? And so it would be about I'd say it actually was about uh, uh, 10 years ago uh, that I actually was down uh, in Chicago uh, at a Tony Robbins event. And um, uh, and it was actually kind of life-changing for me. And, and so I remember him saying, you know, the success of your life is uh, commensurate to the amount of chokeholds you place on yourself. And so whether it's your, your life or your business, and so we only grow if we're able to break free from these chokeholds that we place on ourselves. And these are sort of learned chokeholds from behaviors, maybe from upbringing, uh, values, uh, beliefs, fears, 
uh, or even the, the five closest people that you hang around, as we all know, that you become the sum of uh, those people that you connect with and you associate with. And so I realized, wow, I've got all these fears and limiting beliefs. And so even though I've been working in a corporate world and I've had a, a decent uh, decent career, it just really wasn't me. And I, I, I am not that individual. I'm not that person that wants to work the corporate ladder, be stuck in a box in an office in a tower and uh, you know, park my car in a parking lot, drive home in my car. And, you know, I wanted more freedom and flexibility and opportunity. So I, I really took to this uh, concept of breaking chokeholds. And I said, you know what, if I could start to break my chokeholds, maybe my life would change. I think that's the foundation of all, all of why we're held back is because we all have these fears and limiting beliefs. And then we're afraid to take a chance on ourselves, take a chance on our dreams, unleash our authenticity of who we really are. And we're so afraid of sharing that person to the world, whether it's you have a spouse that doesn't want to see you grow or your friends don't like the changes they're seeing in you. And so we actually hide this individual or hide these desires, hide these passions, and then we conform to reality. So in essence, basically, so this whole um, a concept had been in my mind, okay, these chokeholds, 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 what is it? And it wasn't until about three years ago, I said, I got to dig into this hard. I'm not happy. I'm still working. I'm still studying personal development. I'm not living the encore life. I'm not living my passion. And so I delved in and started writing a book and a, a manifesto. And I'll just show it here. It's breaking the chokehold. And anyhow, and it became sort of, okay, who do I have to become? What's this person? What am I after? And it's all about, as you, the work you do, Lynette, identifying your purpose, identifying your passion. That's always step number one. And I call it wake up, shake up those chokeholds, and then bake up, get fired up, always you know, understand the reasons why you're doing it. So then I have in turn sort of launched a coaching program. I sell my book. I'm building an online course as well. And you're right. I, I'm coaching men, right? Men in their fifties going through a midlife crisis, you know, that want to achieve more. So anyhow, give you a little bit of a story there. Okay. I love that. That is amazing. First of all, you're super articulate and I love that. So, awesome. okay. So let's take a step back breaking the chokehold. So let's let's dig a little bit deeper. Let's give examples of what those chokeholds really are. From a male perspective, from the men that you're coaching, what are they bumping up against? Because quite honestly, like is it really a midlife crisis? I mean, I think I think we need to park that term a little bit and really start to think, okay, you, you, you talked about all the things that have happened when you were younger and that just keep piling on, piling on, that I think eventually create these chokeholds, as you say, that then we can't break free from them. So what? give me some examples of those. Yeah, you know, so we've always been conformed, right? I mean, back, it all started even when you were growing up. Okay, you know, Doug, you're going to go to school. You're going to get a business degree or whatever it is, education. You're going to go get a job and you're going to go work. And and I remember, uh, so number one chokehold became, well, this is what I'm supposed to do. Supposed or, to do. Exactly. And you've got to conform to what society wants you to do. And in fact, um, big corporations need people like us to work for them, to be slaves, to generate you know wealth of their own dreams or, or their own goals, right? So we're always conform to be able to say, you've got to go get a job. And so we start forgetting about who we are and we just start tunnel vision. I got to wake up at, you know, seven in the morning, 
go go to my office and in, in, in the box and this is what I do and this is what life is and then so we find and you look around in shopping malls and people look like you know if you're downtown or you're walking around people look like zombies no one's really happy everybody's just waiting for Friday they can't wait for their vacations and it's just a crazy uh, uh, crazy situation so then we actually start to get I call it break uh, it's called uh, we're locked by what are called the golden handcuffs and we've all heard that phrase before and it's a steady, uh, but limiting income that you get from your job. And we start getting accustomed to it because, okay, kids, you've got education funds, kids need clothes, you got to put food on the table and you go, well, I can't take a risk to be somebody else uh, uh, to launch my dream business because we're, uh, you know, I, I just can't do it. So I, I, you get these golden handcuffs, which are like a chokehold that I rely on my job. I need my job. I am my job. And then you forget who you are. And then another uh, chokehold is, is that we start to, uh, I started to feel, um, uh, you know, you don't have the time or the money, right? I, well, I don't have enough time to build a business. I don't have enough money that, that it's going to take to invest. And so why would I even try? So that's another big chokehold we put on ourselves is, um, is that, is, is time and money. And then uh, another chokehold is belief. Well, nobody's going to like what I'm going to have to offer. Who am I? I've never been in business before. Uh, what skills do I have? What would, what would anybody even want? How can I add value to anybody? And you start to, well, I've never done it before. So what makes me think I'm going to do it? So I, uh, and I don't have enough money to spend on it. Well, so then I may as well keep my, my J-O-B, which as we all know is the, the term for just over broke, which again is those, uh, golden handcuffs, which keeps you down from building your dreams, right? And then the other chokehold was, well, if I am going to build uh, a business for myself, well, that's going to mean that's going to take away from family time with my children, uh, more leisure time, uh, uh, you know. Golf course. Right. I'm not going to be able to do that. And you know what? It's an unfortunate situation because when you do build a business, if you're trying to break away you're trying to build your authentic self and something you love. Yes, there's a, a fine line. It's going to be for a couple of years. You have to pay the price to get paid the price. You're going to have to give up leisure time. You're going to have to take away time, whether it's from, from a spouse or family members, because the only time that you have is if you have a, a nine to five uh, job is you got to work at it at lunch hours. Or you got to work at it after work. And so there is a balance. And I, I was actually feeling really selfish. And I had to break free and say, no, I, I can still be there for my kids a little bit. I got to take some time away, but yet I have to do this for me. And, and you know, it's um, life isn't always just about looking after your, your kids or being responsive to everybody else and putting everybody else as a priority. You've got to put yourself as a priority and it's okay. And that was a chokehold as well that I had to break. So belief in myself, being feeling selfish for my kids, uh, not having time and the money to do this and uh, because you always need money to pay for things. And then the golden handcuffs that I can't, I, I need a job because I've been told I, I have yeah. to go work for somebody. And these were things that were strangled the shit out of me. And it was just <laughs> keeping me playing small and down. Small. And yeah, exactly. And I had to be aware. Okay. So, okay. So you've got four, four, and I'm sure there's more chokeholds in your book yeah. for sure. Um, I actually haven't had a chance to read that book, so I right. think I need a copy. Absolutely. <laughs> Send it down to Mexico you for bet. me. Um, so, okay, so the first chokehold is exactly we've 
especially in at our age, you know, people who are in the 40s, 50s, 60s and beyond, we did li- live a very conformed, stereotypical lifestyle, right? Graduate. I mean, I remember thinking when I was 21, 22, oh my God, I'm not married yet. Like, oh my God, I just think about that craziness. And then I ended up getting married. Um, but so talk a little bit more about that. What is it that like, so over the years, so now I've been in this career for 20, 25, 30 years, and how do I get the courage to leave or even to start something, something new as a side hustle? Because, I mean, I know you're still working your day job. I'm, I'm still doing my consulting work, which I've been doing for 15, 20 years now. Um, but how do you, how do you start to carve out that time? Because quite honestly, I get home from the, from my mm. day job and mm-hmm. are you not exhausted? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you've got, you still have some responsibilities with your kids at this age, yeah. possibly, or, yeah. you know, how do, how do you, how do you move? Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, a great question. And you actually, it starts off with really having conversations with your family. So if you have a spouse or you have children, you know, you have to, um, uh, it's like anything in relationships, right? You have to communicate. And number one says, you know, I'm not happy and I'm not happy with maybe it's what you're doing or, or whatever. And you have to be able to say, look, I need to dedicate to me. I need some, some time for me. I just can't go on. Right. Or there will be no uh, cohesive unit or family unit. You're, you're going to maybe yourself die from stress of, of, of a heart attack, or you're, uh, you're just not going to be happy, which is no good for your children or partners or, or spouse. So it takes a real uh, good conversation. And some of those conversations, people won't understand, you know, well, who are you? Why are you changing? Why are you not happy? Is it, is it me? Is it our relationship? And so you have to be really honest. And you, number one, you have to communicate it um, to, 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 uh, to a spouse or to a partner and, um, and just say, look, I need this and it's going to take time. And I, you're just going to have to have the support. So that's number one. Uh, number, uh, number two, yeah, you, you're going to lose the leisure time, your children, you're going to have to find ways to still dedicate some time to them, but, um, it, it, you've, you've got to get over it or otherwise you'll never, you'll never build. I mean, I, I have still, I've had a 28 year old, a 16 and a 13, and they all will find ways to demand your time. And so you have to be able to be good time uh, management. Say, look, I'm not available uh, between these hours and this time. uh, You're going to have to figure out ways. But after that, I'm yours. I'm available. I can still dedicate some some quality uh, time. And so, yeah, so time management is actually critical. You got to, I put actually a chapter in my book, you got to create, you got to clean up your life and it's decluttering. And I have clean stands for C-L-E-A-N. You got to uh, c- continuous improvement in your day. So whether it's in your job or how you look after kids, you got to start knowing I've got to improve. I've got to find ways to be better at my time management. You have to liberate other people. So whether it's people in your uh, job, you got to give them more authority to make some decisions. You got to give them more uh, uh, opportunity to do things or even your children. And you say, look, I need to liberate you to be able to decide to make some decisions. I'm going to be here, but you can't be involved in every decision or every issue. And you got to eliminate waste, whether that's in your job, wasteful activities, wasteful meetings, uh, wasteful uh, sometimes uh, parties after work or whatever. You've just got to be able to eliminate that. You got to automate processes in your household or in your office. So what is supposed to happen does happen on time every day. And you always have to navigate a direction because people will always, whether it's in your job or in your family uh, household, you've got to continue to navigate, set goals 
let people understand where things are. And it's sort so time management, and they have to be healthy. Uh, you cannot um, uh, escape a nine to five or uh, work a job, build a side hustle if you're sick, if you have no energy. So time management and being healthy are some of the two most important things, as well as having some of those difficult conversations. And one thing, and as you continue to grow, it's just got to continue to converse with your kids and your family because you're going to seem like you're a workaholic and you're and that all they're going to see is, oh, you're just always at your computer. You're building your passion. You don't care about me. You just got to be able to step some time away and you have to have those conversations, but you're going to be more time is about you if you really want to do it. And it's just the way it is. You can't be there for everybody and for yourself uh, full, full on. Exactly. You know, exactly. And so I want to drill down even a little bit further on that, having the difficult conversation, because I think psychologically, I know from, from my perspective, the women that I'm coaching, typically there's at least at one point in our conversation that they want to leave their husband or their partner, right. whatever, you know, and, you know, the first thing that I talk about is, you know, let's first get clear on what you want to do next. And, and typically it's not that the marriage or that person you've fallen in, out of love with that person, it's just, you've been with that person for so long, but you, you're both just kind of working towards this. What did you say? This job, what was that? Uh, J-O-B just over broke. Yeah. Uh, just over broke. Yeah. And it's true. You're constantly hustling and, and, but so you, you sit down that, that you, you say, sit down, have a conversation, have a difficult conversation. What kind of scripting can you actually use to say, you know what, I actually think, you know, this, this, like this hobby that I have, or, you know, I'm, I'm doing a little bit of this, or I'm doing a little bit of that, but I'd like to start to expand on that a little bit more and to see if I can generate a passive income from it. The first thing that's going to go through this person's mind likely is, oh my God, she's not in love with me anymore, or he's not in love with me anymore. He wants a divorce. And so what kind of conversation can you have that prevents that kind of thinking? You know, it's, it's really tough and it's going to be a little bit different for everybody because uh, there's going to be jealousies in a relationship. And so, as you say, it may not be um, uh, the relationship that's bad. It's what it's their surroundings. It's what they're doing, the spontaneity, the excitement, uh, nobody is happy. And so that's sort of what's brought into a relationship. And if you're struggling and you're not making enough income, no, you know, you're not being able to do some of the finer things in life, go travel, go experience, go out to restaurants, and you're sort of missing a lot of that romance. I've, I've been there. Uh, I've seen it. You get stagnant. You just kind of come home. You plunk yourself after you eat. You look after kids and you watch TV. And there's no other goals besides running your children around to soccer and hockey. And you're all over the map. So, but um, uh, I, th I think some of the, um, uh, uh, what, and what people are going to run into, and if someone wants to grow and someone doesn't, there's going to be friction. Uh, because if, if one of the, the partners is not growing and was happy the way things are, well, that one of those partners, let's say for your listeners, it's the husband, well, they're going to be just doing what they're doing. They're going to just see the, uh, the, the spouse or the partner learning, growing, on Zoom calls, conferencing, taking more training, going to webinars, meeting new people. And that is actually going to create some jealousies. And because then the other partner just says, well, you don't have any time for me and you're not spending, you're always at your computer. And so, and if they're not growing, and so all you really want to ensure 
your partner understands what you're doing, the commitment that it's going to take, and it's going to take years. There's going to be a transition of two or three year period of you're not going to be sitting on the couch just watching Netflix and sitting around and, you know, on the, if you're really wanting, you know, so this is an, a huge change. And, and a, a lot of the times partner, the partnerships won't survive uh, because of it. And unless uh, each are um, studying personal development and are both growing, all I can do is encourage uh, the partner to start reading the books on personal development that's not growing yet, because maybe there is something they can grow or they can pick up another hobby or learn a new skill or do something they've never done. Or maybe if take up an, a leisure activity, if building a business isn't something they want to do, maybe there's some other hobbies and it's okay to be in a relationship and be separate, you know, uh, and then you're yeah, coming, totally. you're coming back and sharing, Hey, this is what I've done. And this is what I did. And so your quality time isn't around Netflix and chilling all night. It's around sharing how you're growing and maybe you're also enjoying each other's new hobbies or activities as well. But they both yeah, have to grow. Both have to grow or there's going to be trouble. Absolutely. And also, too, I think even in your friend group. So I, I remember uh, one woman that had gone through my pilot program and it, nothing was wrong with from the relationship standpoint. Uh, her husband was going to re be retiring. Uh, it was sort of like a, a manda mandatory retirement at a certain age. And then, and then she wanted to keep going. She, her, her, she was a lawyer and still wanted to continue to, to work in that space. But what she said was, it was her girlfriends that were putting pressure on her to say, hey, listen, you know what? We need to get out there. Like, you're supposed to be lunching with us right now. And, you know, and meanwhile, she wanted to get out there and do cycling. And so she was she was in my program not to figure out what was her next in terms of career wise, but what was her next in terms of retirement because she didn't want that traditional retirement where she was lunching with the girls, drinking wine, going to the golf course. She wanted to, you know, do a little more extreme sports and things like that. And so that's what happens when, you know, this, you have to break free from a friend group as well. Absolutely. And there, there will be uh, changes. You're going to start making new connections and other support groups. Um, uh, it's um, you'll make, many, many more friends. And some of those friends you're going to have much more uh, in common with, right? Or the, in, in your stage of life. And it's, and it's okay, right? It's okay to grow out of friendships and grow into new friendships, right? Because people come in to your life. I'm a firm believer in God. I know everything happens for a reason and a purpose. And people come into your lives for various reasons. And as you grow, You'll be searching, you know, uh, for more. And unfortunately, you're going to have some male friends and female friends, and and yeah, you're going to lose some old friend groups, and you're going to gain some new friend groups, and you're going to be making friends with people of the opposite sex, and which is also a, a challenge for a partner as well, noticing and seeing and all these uh, wonderful, enlightening, inspiring conversations that you're not actually maybe having, you know, with your partner. And that's uh, some big challenges as well, too. Absolutely. And so what I'm hearing from you is, you know, find, find, and I want to get into your back, into how you made it through getting the, the book uh, published. But, you know, so, so it's, it's about a mindset, obviously. It's about trying to bring that partner along with you, but yet still having the courage to, do it for you. And then, you know, where you probably will likely start to see a different type of community forming, you know, you reach out to other communities and start getting involved in 
that those areas. So yeah, so I love all that advice. That's that's amazing. So let's let's go back. Tony Robbins 10 years ago talking about the chokehold that you place on yourself. It's so funny. Like it, actually it's not funny. It's amazing how we can put some limiting so many limiting beliefs on on ourselves and prevent ourselves from doing the things that we want. What is that psychological game that you have to break through? You you did it yourself. You said, you know what, about three years ago, I I was struggling. I I knew I needed to do something different. But how did you find it into in in it? Because by the time you hit that tipping point of like, okay, this is it. I am so fed up with my life right now. There is a bit of self-doubt that's crept in. There's this limiting beliefs. It's this sort of potential of mm, depression or all these different sort of mixed sort of emotions and feelings and things that you're going through. So tell us, tell, I want to know from like, how did Doug break free? Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, I'll just even share, it was, it was one day, it was um, uh, about, about three years ago as well. And I was sitting around at a, at a, at a wedding and a song came on and it was the hokey pokey, right? You put your left foot in, you put your left foot out and you shake it all up on. I go, holy shit. I go, I go, I just had a thought about it. This is what my life is. I was living, I was living the hokey pokey on oh repeat, right? Each and every day. I love this. And I love this. It just shook me to the core. I said, I got to find, uh, you know, uh, a new, a new song for my life, a, a new theme oh for my, my life, right? Let's just take a moment here for a second. I have chills listening to that story. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! So for okay, so yeah. give the give the, the hokey pokey. Let's 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 sing a little bit of that. <laughs> oh my god! You put your left foot, I, you know, and you put, you your, put your left right, foot out. Put out. You put your right, right foot, foot in. in you put your right foot out. And you, and shake, you shake it, it all about. about yeah. And you do it. Again and again and again and again and again and again. And again. And again. And oh my god! And it was like, up, it was like, holy shit! I go, this is my life, right? I'm living the hokey pokey, right? And so uh, wow. I said, I, I need a new theme song. And so I actually, I, there's a couple of songs that just inspired me, and I play them every day, whether I'm at the gym or sometime in the morning. And it's "Kickstart Your Heart" by Motley Crue, and it's all about kickstart to me. It's about kickstarting my heart kickstarting my passion and it's just a hard rock and fun lively and that has now become the theme song of sort of my life and it was that simple but i needed some sort of a uh, uh an analogy about this is how i'm gonna live life you know from now on no more hokey pokey i'm done kickstart your heart it's 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 gonna kill and so and just as you said um so how do you really do that because it's one thing to sort of know and you can get motivated for you know a short period of time and and then it can fall, you know, fall behind. Well, yeah, I've I've learned through mentors that anything. Number one, you got to know what you want. You got to have these desires. You got to find your purpose. Really go through assessment. What it is? What is? What is the burning desire that you want? Whether it's in relationships, leisure, business. What kind of lifestyle is it? And you got to be able to visualize it. You got to see it. You got to internalize it each and every day and be motivated and it's got to it's got to drive you oh, so, okay it's great i i now know what i want okay then so what you really need to then do is you got to understand your reasons why so you gotta this is a, what i want so why is it do you want to have things more for your for your family your spouse for your children you want to see the eight wonders of the world you want to go golfing every afternoon you know what is it? what's juicing you what are those 
reasons why. And everybody has different reasons why. They, they, there may be some similarities around family, travel, relationship, but you got to dig down deep into your core to find those reasons why. And you got to think about them every day. So I actually have a six by uh, six vision board actually in my office and I look at it every day and I internalize it and I see it and I just get jacked up. And even though I got to go do work, that is not my passion. I, I, I never lose sight of my goal. And then it just takes courage. You actually, courage is the most important thing for building confidence in yourself. So uh, doctor, uh, I've heard this many times again, it's, it's from Tony Robbins. You've got to unleash your inner gladiator each and every day. So you got to fight for this best life. So even though you don't know how you're going to get it, you got to keep taking steps each and every day and you got to fight and you got to be this gladiator and a gladiator that goes into war, into fight. And he doesn't know if he or she is going to live or die, but they're prepared to go and follow what they need to do. They, they're gladiators. That's who they are. They fight. They fight to win. And that's so you got to become this gladiator when you know what it is. Now, the great thing is the more courage you have and the more you're prepared to step out. Oh, and that, that wasn't so bad. Oh, I did that. Oh, hey, I accomplished that. Or, hey, I wrote a blog or, hey, I built a website or, hey, I just, you know, accomplished even the smaller things. You start to build confidence in yourself and then you kind of go, hey, well, this is not so bad. I can do this as an old guy, I can learn some of these digital skills and Hey, I'm really actually helping somebody and somebody's responding and they like this. Hey, I'm maybe what I have to offer the world is, is unique. And I can and you start building confidence and it keeps building and building and building. And then you learn more capabilities and you gain more confidence, but you have to have this courage. You got to jump out of those comfort zones. You got to be a gladiator. And then one other Peace, uh, Dr. Jordan Peterson, I know he's quite a controversial individual, but he says you got to unleash this inner monster within you, uh, this crazy monster that won't take no, and it's, it's what's in you as becoming this gladiator, but you don't want, and you got to be so fearful that you'll just go fight and do whatever, but you got to balance it. You just got to control the monster so what you're doing doesn't affect anybody around you in a negative way. You can't put up with anything, no more bullshit. No more fear of making that phone call, talking to somebody, going to approach somebody, whatever it is, you got to let this monster and be this gladiator, but you got to balance it so you never become this crazy individual, but you have to be crazy. You got to get out there. You got to be this different person. And it's been shunned because of those chokeholds, right? So, That's and it's, right. yeah, I love everything that you're saying there. I, I love that sort of find that inner gladiator. So, so, so we let's, let's, so just to summarize what you said there. So change the song. So what is the song that of your life that you're living today? In your case, it was the hokey pokey and you've, you've changed it to uh, a much more kickstart <laughs> your heart, kickstart, yeah. kickstart your heart, um, a song. And I love that. I love, I, I have my own, um, I know it may be a bit cliche, but it is Eminem. You've only got one chance. And so take it. Um, and actually, it's funny that you're saying that because, again, these 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 interviews are very unscripted. And literally, I put that on this morning to did my dance around and kind of, you know, get the energy going. And then and then, you're, you know, you're right. The courage and the courage doesn't come from you know, that end state, the courage comes from taking that one step at a time. And, you know, even, even myself, honest to God, I had no idea how I was going to launch Encore Life Academy. I just, I, I had no idea how that I was even going to start a podcast to be completely honest, 
But I was very clear on what I wanted for myself and for my life. And as you say, you have this, you know, this vision board. My vision, uh, you can't really see it because I've got lots of notifications on my phone, but the visual is on my phone all the time and it is there. And I've, I've mentioned it several times. It's all being driven by an acronym that I use called Moosebickle. Each one of those uh, words or letters ha has a word and a meaning underneath it. And that's what I try to get people to get super clear on is the the, the difference. What is their why? And, and I want to just talk a little bit um, before I let you go. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the difference between purpose and why, because I think a lot of people are confused on that. And so you talk about the why it just now, and that's why are you doing all of this? It's, you know, it's not your purpose of, oh, helping others or, you know, it's really so that I can afford the, those vacations, that I can, you know, give my kids the life that they want, that I can go and do those things that, you know, I want to buy that car or, you know, whatever the case may be. That is a why. It's why you're doing it so that you can, you know, get something in return. But your purpose is truly what really sort of fuels your every single day and, and makes you feel like, you know, I'm living this life that I'm giving my best to, to the world. Exactly. Yeah. You betcha. It's about adding value. So if there's another level of you, you know, what is that? And that's where you can sort of find your purpose. What is that passion, right? What is that that's driving you? And, and the only way you find it is by self-assessment. So, okay, what do you find yourself reading uh day in and day out and you know until you can't go to sleep um you know what is it that you're looking at magazines what what uh, uh you know what skills what other talents are you not using right and so and are these things you want to let out and use more of them and so going through the assessments as in the encore life the program that you have will help people find their purpose right and so then what keeps people motivated is the, the internal why. So once you know what your passion, your skills, your talents, or your experience is something you need to share and you just love it and you're not doing it, but you need to do this to leave a legacy to add value. That's purpose, right? So, and your passion. Yeah. And then the why, you're right. For me, it all starts with deep down, what is it, right? So is it, you know, is it fun and party and experience? Yeah, I want to do that. I've been always looking after children. There's so many things that I haven't done because I've always been looking after family and looking after priorities. And I want to be this different character. And I, I want to travel. I want to meet new people. I want to have fun. And, and I want to experience. And I, yes, and I want a Corvette. And I want a motorcycle. And I want to, you know, I want a big motor home. And I want to travel when I want. And I want to do all these great things. And I want to see the eight wonders of the world. And yes, and I also, and my children are always still part of that. And I want to have more time with my children. I want to give them skills and tools and opportunities and, and be that legacy for them. Because I, I, here's another thing. And I always felt like I was hypocritical. So I was always, well, I was the day I was realized the hokey pokey was my life. I always used to tell my children, guys, you can do anything you want. You can, oh, yeah, yeah, go do what you want to do. You can be. And I realized, well, how was I ever hypocritical? And I was sitting there and I, I was doing yeah. it myself, but I was telling yeah. everybody does that as well. There's 90% of the people are not unleashing themselves because they have chokeholds. They don't know what their purpose is. They don't know their passions, but what sustains your motivation is the why. And that's why when you know on your vision board, you know what you want, you got to keep thinking, internalize it and feel it. That's what's going to give you the motivation to go forward, right? You always, yeah, if, I love if it. you forget the why, that's why people, they don't they forget it and they just have all these goals, but they forget why they're 
they're after them. And it's a conditioning. That's it's right. a conditioning of your brain. And, and that's why personal development is so critical to your success in transformation, business and or just yeah, no, that's personal. Amazing. You know, Doug, thank you. You've been a wonder to have on the show. Um, show us your book again. Okay, you betcha. You've got, you got it sitting there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Breaking the Chokehold. Yeah. Where can people get this? You, know, you can get it on uh, Book Baby or Amazon, uh, Canada.com or, or USA. And it's available in select bookstores, whoever was carrying it. But you can get it online and uh, okay. uh, very, and I'll very simple. I'll put the simple. link to in the show notes. Yeah, I'll put the link to the book in the show notes awesome. and all of your Instagram profiles. Um, so, Doug, thank you so much for sharing all of your great insights and knowledge. Um, it's been a pleasure. And I definitely want to bring you back to, on the show because I think I could talk oh, I think like for hours. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, too. And we've had a few of those conversations. So. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Hey. It's been a pleasure. God bless you too. Take Have a care. Good day. Bye-bye. Okay. Thanks, Doug. Bye.